You know what time it is. It's the PB Show. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your friendly neighborhood PB here for another episode of the PB Show. We want nothing more than for this podcast to bring you closer and closer to Jesus. So let's get started with episode four. This episode is super exciting because I have here with me in West Palm Beach, a great, great friend of mine, but I wouldn't even call him friend. I definitely call him brother. Mr. Danny Espinoza is in the house. Say hi, Danny. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's Danny Espinoza. Hope everyone's doing all right. I'm super glad that you're here. Love you. We're here in his office. He opened the doors for us, the PB show, to be on here to talk about something that's really, really cool, relevant, and something that I feel like a lot of us aren't talking about, which is the stranger portion of the gospel covering the supernatural power of God. I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about this because maybe they don't understand it or maybe it's to them it's taboo when in reality it is a part of us as believers of Christ that we should be active in. What do you think about that, Danny? Yeah, when it comes to the supernatural, man, I mean, um, when you told me about the topic, I was like, yeah, let's let's do that because I most people know me as one to walk in the supernatural or that being like the seal of my ministry because when I was younger, I was so tired of going to like dull church or um, a church where it was like, okay, we're going to come in, do our hour and a half, pastor's going to preach a good message, but then nothing else would happen. There would be nothing else. So when we talk about the supernatural, it's, it's God's natural. We call it super, which means it's above and beyond. But when it comes to God in general, when it comes to God in general, that's his natural realm. So for us, it's strange. For us, it's super. For us, it's beyond. But it's the natural things of God. Come on, yep. So for us to be like, okay, well, I don't really want to dab. I don't want to dabble in the uh, in the supernatural. It's we're we're telling God, God, I don't really want to operate in your dimension. Wow. So that's my little two cents on just diving into a little a little portion of what is the, the supernatural. Yeah, and I think that we lack understanding of it. So it's something that we should be operating in. And I feel like the devil has been trying to get us to make it taboo so that we don't tap into it because he knows the power behind that dimension of God, that part of God. It goes hand in hand. Once God saves us, he dispenses the Holy Spirit in us so that we can be able to operate the way Christ operated here on this earth. And he said, we're going from glory to glory. And I believe that there's a generation that wants to experience that. They want to be able to say, you know, they want to enter into the presence of God with power, with the fire of God, with watching healings and a miraculous hand um, move in their life. And I, I know that God's hand hasn't been shortened. I just feel like maybe we should talk more more about it, which is why we're here uh, talking about that so that we can kind of break down this stranger portion of the gospel. So Danny, supernatural, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people hearing this, they're probably thinking like maybe the shows that they watch like documentaries, you know, or they watch like the, the haunted house, you know, ghost hunters, uh, ghostbusters, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they think supernatural, they automatically think what weird, yeah. right? It's just like, weird not of god or maybe they even think if you're a church goer they probably think of like pentecostals you know what i mean right like for sure. that emotionless sometimes for sure I right mean, that's what that's what's pushed people away exactly from what is uh, the supernatural in exactly. general because every time we would walk in it's like oh this is super weird yeah super yeah it's not supernatural <laughs> this is super weird it's super weird <laughs> and i listen i love being weird right yeah. like I, I love feeling god i love experiencing god i love every aspect but when we look at the world in general the world tries to pervert everything 
that is of God, right? Like we look at the supernatural and we think about it in a way that's like taboo. Same way, like, you know me, I love talking about like the topic of sex in the church. Like the world perverts that. The world perverts fatherhood. The world perverts Come on. Um, uh, prosperity. I mean, when we talk about prosperity, that's from the Lord. Yeah. Like God prospers us, but like it's become taboo in the church to talk mm -hmm. about prosperity. And I'm not talking about the prosperity of God, prosperity gospel because that's not the gospel in general, but I'm talking about moving young kids forward, like taking kids out of poverty, taking kids out of out of a slave mentality, out of out of oh, um, it's not fair because my parents weren't born yeah. wealthy or rich. Like all this has to do with with God and moving us forward and teaching kids stock market and teaching the kids real estate and teaching our upcoming generation the next best thing. But the world perverts that and it makes us it makes us even even um, twist or or uh, become become dull in our belief system of God. And we're like, oh, God can only work to a certain extent. Come on. And yeah, we put him in that box. Absolutely. And that's exactly why he wants to make the things of God taboo. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that you brought up sex is such a good, I mean, you say that word in church and people are like, oh, and they don't really understand that that's the cover tree from God. God made that for man. It's a good thing when done right. Amen. And so is the supernatural. And that's exactly what we're talking about today. We're normalizing something that should have been normal in the first place which is the supernatural hand of God. And I pray that everybody on this podcast experiences the hand of God in a supernatural way because that's the way God moves. Like you said, it's, he works beyond our time. He works beyond our dimension, beyond our space. You know, he is the creator of all creations. Therefore, he can breathe life into earth. And some of us would call that supernatural. So put on your seatbelt. I hope that you enjoy this conversation as we begin to break down the supernatural power of God. So Danny, talk to me a little bit about exactly what is the supernatural. What do you believe is the supernatural hand of God in one's life who follows Christ? Um, in general, when it comes to the supernatural, again, it's, it's a dimension unseen. Um, it's a dimension that defines, it defies and it, it over, over surpasses and it overcomes matter. It overcomes time and it overcomes space. Um, that means that God is not, God is not, um, I get a little nervous in front of the camera. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, okay. So God really, really doesn't fit in our box. God doesn't fit in our time and God doesn't fit in our, in our, in our circumference. That means that whatever, whatever we are limited by time example, like you break your arm, right? Like, let's say that you fall off a somewhere and you break your arm it takes months or even years for for your arm to to become normal again it's like oh it has to recuperate it has to but when you go to god and say god can you heal my arm god legit stops time steps into time and he heals our arm completely he makes it brand new um same thing with with time and space like when it comes to like certain things around us, the Lord breaks those barriers to yeah. be able to see his hand in the midst. Like he literally stops time. He literally, he literally stops gravity to step into our situation. Like the, the there, there's a scripture in the Bible where Jesus prays and it's the most apostolic prayer. He says, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that, that wrecked me when I was younger. I said, God, let, let it be done on earth as, as it, it is, is in, in heaven. heaven. Like, come on, what's going on in heaven? Is there pain in heaven? No. Is come there, on. is there sickness in heaven? No. Come on. You're teaching. Is there poverty in heaven? No. Is there pain in heaven? Absolutely not. And what the Lord is saying is whatever is going on there, we can pull that down here as sons and daughters of God and walk in that. That's wow. our identity. Yep. That's right. It's our occupation. That's it. 
it's we the bible says this that we are predestined unto adoption that's that's ephesians chapter 1 verse 5. it says that we are predestined unto unto adoption that means that before when when the earth was created we were we were known as the creation of god when man fell into sin they they they, they back they went away from the, the will of the lord they lost their salvation they lost their identity G god sent his only begotten son named jesus come on i'm preaching here he sent jesus so he can die upon a cross and we can be redeemed and now all we have to do is say yes unto jesus for us to be saved so when we do that we now step into ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 where we are predestined unto adoption where before the foundations of the earth the bible says that the lamb was slain mm -hmm. so even before adam and eve walked on earth even before there was a even before there was a a, a a tree of knowledge before there was male and female before there was all of this god already predestined jesus to be crucified mm -hmm. so all this is planned but what happens is when when we step into our identity as sons and daughters we realize that our sonship is greater than what we see now come on so what i'm what i'm pushing you to do and see in what is the supernatural is we are not from this earth that's right we are not from here you you might see you might see what you see you might smell what you smell you might hear what you hear come but on. there's something way more real than that we're beyond that that's right we and this is what i love i mean i love god so much um we what we see we are made up of three parts right we're body soul and spirit you you have your soul which is your mind your will and your emotions you have your you have your your body which is what you what you feel it carries a soul and then you, it wraps around the spirit the spirit is what's within the spirit is who we really are so when we walk outside and this is why we're going to tap into this in a little bit why when I, I i listen to certain music like i hear i hear the spiritual realm you know now with lil nas x um with what came out and we can tap tap in that um, i could talk about that all day um what i see is i don't see the natural i see the spiritual yeah come on you know when i when i when i go and watch a movie like what speaks to me is my spirit mm -hmm. we call it the shando <laughs> um it, it's the spirit man which rests right in here in our belly that it there's something greater and there's something more real than what we can what fits our senses beautiful yeah and and i believe that's what the lord is calling us to tap into yeah and and speaking of that uh correct me if i'm wrong but it's when we come into christ it's kind of like he gives us a new lens right so we have a different perspective of everything that was once there right that's why when say we can't understand a circumstance that we're going through and as time progressed we look back and we say wow thank god you know but at that time when we were going through it we couldn't see the plan of god because we're human but as we develop our relationship with god he teaches us how to see things his way his method of operation the way god moves the more we can understand him and all that he is we can understand how how he moves so that being said um once he gives us this lens with a different perspective like you were talking about there are certain things that it's not what we see in front of us it's what's behind it that there's intentions behind all of it because he's an intentional god and then we have an enemy who's intentionally after us so there's a lot of things behind the scenes behind uh, what we see physically which i would deem as 
the supernatural. And Ephesians 6, 12, we actually talked about it. I believe it was episode two of the PB show recently on our frequency series. And it says this, it's Ephesians 6, 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So God is telling us that we are at a spiritual warfare. Though we know the victory throughout the gospel, we're at a current spiritual warfare and that we're not against flesh and blood. So the things that we do see in front of us isn't even what we're dealing with. For instance, there's a person in your life right now that you're constantly wrestling with or butting heads with or whatever the case may be. They may be a discourager to your life or a stumbling block, whatever the case may be. It's not about that person. It's about either what that person is wrestling or it's the intentions of the enemy behind that, using people as an instrument of wickedness because God has called us to be an instrument of righteousness. So identifying that, and I believe that the further we go away from the supernatural hand of God, the further we would go away from, or not go away from, but call taboo and never want to tap into, we're losing opportunity to see chains broken, uh, lives set free, you know, God giving us a supernatural peace in our heart to forgive somebody that we thought maybe we'd never forgive. So we're losing these moves of God because, you know, we're calling it taboo and we want nothing to do with it because it's not cool, it's not relevant, it's not something that's eye-grabbing at first because it's supernatural. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely something that people are scared of. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, like, we don't wrestle against flesh, flesh and, and blood, blood yeah. but against principalities, yeah. against against strongholds. Yeah. We we see that, that there is a world beyond what we see with our natural eyes. And, and the Bible does say, you know, when we accept Jesus Christ, we become a new creature. We are literally literally born again we are brand new beings and that is that that just like you said it it removes a veil from our eyes a and, veil that's the word yep yeah like we we begin to see new and we must train our eyes to see new man that that's like lord teach me to see again yep. teach me teach me and and, and like i I get made fun of, or not, not get made fun of, but people make fun of like how people experience certain things. Yeah. But like the, there's there's a world behind everything. There's a world behind everything. So it's like, Lord, teach me to see, teach me to see what you see. And we see it in the life of Jesus. Like we see how Jesus walked on earth and Jesus never did anything that the father didn't tell him to do. He never said anything that he didn't hear the father say. He didn't go anywhere that the father didn't tell him to go. And like, if we would walk like Jesus, we would realize that, that the Father, that the Holy Spirit fights our battles for us. So like, instead of getting upset at Lil Nas X, you get upset at the spiritual world behind it. Yeah. And ex instead of getting getting upset at the church, come on, because that's another that's another whole dimension there. Um, people that are that are lukewarm, or people that are, are backslidden, or people that use the excuse that they, they can have church at their house. Um, they say that oh, I can have church in my house and then they blame the church and they say the church is this and the church is that and the church offended me and the church hurt me and the church, it's not the church. Come on. Because the church, what the church is known as is it's known as the bride. So every time you say something against the church, you're saying something against, against the, bride. the bride. Come on. And not saying that you don't have bad leaders because we all have bad leaders, right? Like we've had some terrible leaders in our lifetime, but when we have bad leaders that's the lord telling us how not to lead come on and many of us have had leaders bad leaders for such a long time that we we think it's we think that's normal 
And, and I tell you it's not. And why I'm tapping into this is because it all has to do with the spiritual realm. It all has to do with how you manage, manage God in your life and how you experience God. Because your leaders have a lot to do with how you are trained in the supernatural. Like experiencing God is goes way beyond being like culturally relevant. And there's a way to do it. There's a way to experience God fully and still be culturally relevant where you are on the forefront of you're on the forefront of like the gospel where you're in the forefront of like changing the entire world. Like you are you are called to change the entire world. That is our assignment. And the Lord loves that. And the Lord wants us to open our eyes to the fact that we are not called to just be here, but to create opportunity and create Come platforms on. for ourselves and for the next generation to say, God, bring your gospel forward. That's right. Bring the gospel forward. Like, why did you start the podcast? You said, I have to bring the gospel forward. That's right. Why did I start the PB show? Because I have to bring the gospel forward. Yeah. Why did I make this transition from Port St. Lucie to West Palm? Because this is the Lord telling me to bring the gospel forward. All this, it goes beyond the natural realm. All this goes beyond the it's, natural realm. It's his agenda. Absolutely. It's pushing the agenda of the kingdom and saying, you know, God, I want to be available for you and I want to be an instrument. I love that he calls us an instrument of righteousness because that goes hand in hand with him using us in a supernatural sense because God has called us to be an instrument and an instrument can only be used. You know, an instrument doesn't make noise on itself. It has a musician to play it and that musician being God. So we becoming empty vessels and available to God and saying, God, cleanse me, uh, make me pure. Let me walk in holiness. Let me walk in righteousness to become available. What am I becoming available for? I, to be used. I think you hit it. You hit it on the nail right now, right there. Holiness. Man, I sound like an old Pentecostal I know, preacher. I know. <laughs> I sound like old. This I, is, it's not. <laughs> Danny, this is when everybody logs off and they're like, I'm going to go back to listening to Cardi B on right? my Spotify. <laughs> Forget the PB show. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and this is not like shoving it down people's throat. Cause listen, I, I love to sit down, have, have a good time with my wife and my friends. And, and you know, me and my wife, we're, we're, we are the most natural people out there, but there is something, there has to be something within you that tells you, okay, not now, not yeah. this. And, and conviction, man, conviction. It's, it's called conviction. It's the person of the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. It says the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groaning. Come on. And what does this mean? It means there's something inside of us that our natural body can't tell God, but the spirit within cries out on our behalf. The spirit goes, oh, Brandon, like, like, oh, Brandon. Brandon is going through a hard time right now. Brandon needs breakthrough in finances. Brandon needs breakthrough in, in his in in his heart. All the, the, the listener, Stephanie, the listener, uh, Jacob, the listener, Blake, the listener, Roger, that you oh, God is interceding on your behalf with groans. You don't even have to say a word. Like mm -hmm. it, it that that pulls something out of me. Yeah. Then I'm like, OK, God, let me just be quiet. Yeah, man, because when we were talking about um, in a, a few episodes ago, we were talking about um, how to communicate with God, how to seek God and how to be able to see him. And one of those things was prayer. Right. And holiness entering into his presence. And a lot of people were wondering, well, how do I pray? And we say, just be there, just be available, because as you said, the spirit of God that he's given all believers as he's dispensed upon the world, the Holy Spirit 
one of his gifts is that stewardship is teach is uh, yearning for us and bringing us to that place because he knows exactly what we're in need of so everybody wondering well how do i get there how do i get to that place just get there mm -hmm. just be there and be available and say god here i am and the spirit will begin to yearn for you and speak on your behalf there's a go ahead no no this is this is like it's shaking me because it's like the holy spirit is the essence of the supernatural like he is the god person of the supernatural he is god here right now like right now as you're listening to this you're, you are in your car and you're alone in your passenger seat the holy spirit is right there come on and like how much more supernatural do you want than that right there if you're on your way to chick-fil-a right now i need you to <laughs> i need you to order an extra side of fries and give that to the holy spirit that's how that's how good the holy spirit is and he's actually there you go to dinner by yourself uh dinner for two they're like excuse me <laughs> i prom i promise you i promise listen it sounds insane it sounds insane yeah but do it if you do that if you if you're a listener and you do that for for like yeah. once like just pretend the person like disappeared but like do dinner for two by yourself one day and pretend it's the holy spirit or just know it's the holy spirit and yeah. at an order for him and there's something special there's some something broke in me when i did that one day it was super weird but it's like it became like god became even more real in my life where i'm like okay i'm i'm me i'm creating an action that i am living with an unseen god yeah and like that that wrecked me dude like the holy spirit the holy spirit is the person that the church has forgotten about that's right forgotten Be about and avoided we boxed him in yeah because we're scared of him we're scared we're scared of the holy spirit because how he would wreck our church yeah and we don't talk about this people don't talk about it because as he said it's not socially accepted he you know the enemy keeps pushing that so far away from the church it's funny because in, throughout this podcast so far we've been saying i know it's strange i know it's weird i know it's taboo and it's sad that we even have to address that because he we know what the enemy's up to and it's crazy because if he can change our language he can change our approach and what i mean by that is if i call something ugly or i call something gross over and over again and my daughter my my one-year-old daughter seeing me call that out and calling it for what it is oh that's gross that's nasty ill ill you know the child begins to develop this mentality of ill that is nasty guess what the child won't touch it because I, it learned that it's something gross, something we shouldn't be touching. Well, that's how the enemy has been operating in our generation, changing our language so that we no longer approach something because guess what he's really scared of? A generation that is awakened in his spirit, a generation that is bold, a generation that is not scared to say, yeah, I move in the supernatural because my God is a supernatural God. My God still heals. My God still saves. My God still redeems. My God is a God who is operating. The same God that we serve is the same God of Abraham, of Isaac, of Moses. You name it. It's the same God operating, if not even more till this day. And I believe that there's a generation that is rising to understand fully what spiritual warfare really is. Yeah, I love that. Like, when it comes to spiritual warfare, we, we we forget that the enemy also, the enemy also has, like, his own structure and his own government and his own hierarchy, yeah. his own hierarchy. And, like, that's how the kingdom of darkness operates. And if we are not aware that kingdom of darkness, it it governs our life without even knowing it governs. Like, there's, there's an entire plan in place for the kingdom of darkness to govern your life. And if you're not aware of that, we fall weary and fall short and we're like okay we start we start judging the church and we start 
um, losing our, our identity and we start losing who we are in the gospel because we we've grown we've grown unaware and we've grown and we've grown carnal yeah and honestly it's more of a in this generation at least an acceptance thing where we know if we accepted this into our life the change that's accompanied by that acceptance is radical and we don't want change you no. know we're getting comfortable with where we are and we have um this t thought of once saved always saved you know and just no change and justifying everything based upon how we feel rather than the truth of the gospel for everybody who's listening here's another scripture that we can reference so that you can fully understand that this is something god speaks upon all the way from Gen uh, genesis all the way down to revelations time and time again reminding us of this warfare is found in mark 16 17 through 18 and it says this and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues come on they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly things it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover guys that's the gospel that's the identity that god has given his children is the fact that he has called us and that signs and wonders shall follow. And I love that sentence always because of the follow part. It says it shall follow, meaning that he is leading us and there is a life to live. And as we begin to live that life of purity, of holiness, of sanctification, who haven't heard that churchy word in a long time. <laughs> once we begin to walk in that, these signs and wonders shall follow. These are the fruits in a sense. This is the evidence. You know, we should be living a life that if we're mute by the mouth and we're unable to speak his name, our life bears the fruits of his name and people say man i know that's a man of god i know that's a woman of god look at the change in their life look at the things that god is doing the shadow that follows these people am i talking to somebody god said that those signs shall follow them who believe in his name in the name of uh in the in the in the uh, quoting michael scott come on the office <laughs> you already he know it's my favorite show come he on he heals leopards <laughs> yeah he heals leopards Remember when baby. phyllis when phyllis uh, yeah. became santa i know like, exactly what you're talking jesus. about jesus <laughs> he, he heals leopards um <laughs> it's a mandate bro like it's a mandate to go heal the sick cleanse leopard raise the dead so what, what's a mandate for those who don't know the dictionary go ahead it's what like mandate a, a mandate it's like it's like the great commission <laughs> that's but right like, it's like he's telling us to go not a suggestion a commission come it's on a, it's like he's he's it's a it's a commandment for us to say you know what like you're gonna go but on your journey you're going to heal the sick you're gonna you're gonna raise the dead come on you're gonna you're gonna cleanse you're gonna heal leopards you're gonna <laughs> cleanse leopards um when when people in the old testament would um or people in the bible in general they would have leprosy um that's a direct representation of sin so when somebody was in sin they would they would cap they would get leprosy mm -hmm. so he's telling us to go heal the sick which is there's sick people in our life where we can lay hands and he's given us the power to heal them. He's he's given us the power to to cleanse leopards, which means that he he's called us to go and redeem the lost and to raise the dead. Raise the dead naturally and raise the dead spiritually. Come on. He he's like we have the power to do that. Um so like that that's such a mandate on our life where where we must we must take it serious we must take it serious where we where i pray that the holy spirit gives us boldness to do that and boldness to talk about jesus and boldness to say hey um 
can I pray for you? You're not feeling so well. And start with the headache, man. Like somebody has a headache, say, can I pray for your headache? Yeah, it's simple, simple, man. I've got somebody at work. I, I won't say their name. It's another police officer. And, you know, we talk here and there about some serious stuff and some faith-like things. And, and as he's slowly getting closer to Christ, you know, he put down cigarettes uh, about two, three months ago, which is something that he's been addicted to for years. And he comes up to me, he parks next to me and he says, man, you know, all of our talks and, you know, you just keep pushing me this route. And I'm not saying this to boast. I'm saying this so that you can understand an example that because we we always associate supernatural with to us would be huge things. But to me, this was a huge moment yeah. where he broke addiction and through prayer over his life and through encouragement and uplifting word, he was able to finally break hold of this addiction that had a lot of his health um, involved in it. And it's things like that. That's what we're talking about. It's not always, you know, the ocean being parted in front of us. It's not always, you know, the lion's mouth being shut so that you can live. A lot of it is having these relationships with people and saying, God, I want to pray on their behalf. If I'm in my closet praying, man, I'm going to pray for, for, for Erica. I'm going to pray for Thomas. I'm going to pray for Stephanie. I'm going to pray for Nicole, for Danny. I want to pray on their behalf. I feel the spirit of God yearning in me and teaching me who is in need of what. And I won't necessarily, I don't have to tell them, hey, man, I'm praying. I'm going to do it in private so that I can see the breakthrough in their life. And that right there is supernatural. That's entering into warfare. That's going into your closet and saying, man, God, I want you to move in this person's life. Not only in my life, but I want to overflow. Just like a cup, when it fills up, it hits its surrounding areas. That's exactly what I want my life to encompass. I want my life to overflow into the lives of others and that these fruits help break chains and break addictions and break habits and desires and lead people, as you said, lead sinners into God's grace. Yeah. I mean, our lifestyle challenges people. Challenges people. Our lifestyle challenges people to change and say, what, I don't know what you have, but I want it. Yep. You know, I don't, and that, that same story happened with one of my old coworkers where it was like, oh, I had to put down cigarettes. Like, I don't know what it was, but you came into this job three months later. I don't smoke anymore. Come on. And I, I never told her anything about cigarettes. This, this was a, this is a true story. She was, she was addicted to cigarettes and, and she liked the same sex and uh, she was fighting with that. And I never said anything. I met the person who was who she was with. I treated them equally. I was like, you know, God bless. How you doing? How you doing? Like I was never spiritual. I was never like uh, super churchy because I'm not that churchy. If you know me in real person, um, but I um, I started talking to her and I was like, you know, you know, we we worked nine to five, and all of a sudden she started putting down cigarettes, and then she said, Danny, can you pray for me? I'm going through a hard time with with this person. I'm like, of course, I'm going to pray for you. Three to four months later, her life was flipped upside down. Come on. Free from cigarettes. Come on. And all it all it led was me walking into work every day. Relationship with him, relationship with people, and being God's righteous instrument and vessel mm -hmm. is exactly why we're talking. We had to talk about the supernatural power of God. We had to talk about this because God is yearning for a generation to use. He's yearning for an instrument to use. You're hearing this podcast right now and he wants you to go deeper. He wants you to go further. And matter of fact, inside you, you've been feeling this call and this yearn for more. You've been feeling the desire to seek him greater. You just maybe don't know how or maybe just don't even understand it, but go. I'm here to challenge you to run towards God, run towards God and his things and the treasures that are found in heaven, run towards prayer and a life of holiness and righteousness and see what God does in your life, man. Give it one week, dedicate one week to your, in your life that you say, you know what? I want to walk in holiness and righteousness. I'm going to hear some worship music. I'm going to get into my room and start praying. I'm going to start fasting. I'm going to see what this supernatural God is all about. Challenge that because his word never returns void. Listen, Danny, one of the things that I wanted to talk about is 
the fact that many of us don't necessarily know how to tap into this supernatural, right? So I just want to make it quick and easy because it's not as complicated as, as it sounds, right? We're talking all this and it makes sometimes sounds like, wow, there's a lot of steps to this or, you know, there's so much I have to, it's simple. God is a simple, loving, detailed, intentional God. Mm -hmm. So if I'm a young person and I'm sitting in my car right now hearing this podcast and say, yo, I agree with that, dude. Like I want more of God. I want to experience what Danny experienced, what, what PB experienced. I want to experience what I hear my parents talking about in the old church, or I want to experience the day of Pentecost found in the book of Acts, the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. I want to feel all of this. I want to see his miraculous hand, but I don't know how. How would I start? How, what would you counsel a young person to say, hey, you want to get deeper? Here's where you start. All right. I'm going to give you the most practical point. Go ahead, man. You, you need to walk into your church or text your pastor or your youth pastor, your leader, and let them know that you want to clean the church that you want to serve in the lowest in the, in the beginning area if it's parking if it's greeting if it's ushering if it's whatever you're going to say i want to serve because servanthood you, you are you're starting you're getting your foot forward you are serving god in the area that you're able to serve god in I, and this happened to you and i like people see us on platforms and they see us and they see us preaching and they see us in different churches and yeah. youth ministries but they don't know we we picked up poop for a long time you know <laughs> well I, danny i didn't pick up poop i, I, up I, I wiped it but i didn't <laughs> <laughs> you know like i mopped a lot of floors yeah i opened a lot of doors opened a lot of doors. folded a lot of chairs mm -hmm. come on man hours at a time yeah absolutely <laughs> like that's that's where you need to start yeah and 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 you start getting involved and you start getting involved in small groups and you start involving yourself where God is pouring himself out, like prayer services and, and the little things that doesn't seem important, things beyond Sunday morning or yeah. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, and sadly, when it comes to like supernatural movements, I'm, I'm, I'm a big revival history guy. I love yeah. revival history. I love the prophetic movements. I, I love like revival culture. So I'm, I'm big when it comes to like churches, churches in revival culture. Um, find yourself a church that's in revival culture, someone somewhere that they're alive, somewhere that they prophesy, where they're like, "Hey, you know, can I prophesy to you? Can I can I pray over you? Um, can I, you know, see see that they do altar calls and even through COVID, man, like that they do altar calls and they um that they're they're that the church is alive and well, that the church is like moving in in like what God has called us into. Like the Bible says in the Book of Romans that that the earth is eager and it's crying out for the revelation of the sons of God. Like that, that's how profound it is that the earth, like the, the, the earth in general is, is yearning. Like there has been more earth. And I know it's like super like beyond, but they, there's, there's been more earthquakes this, this year than there has been in the entire, the entire last year. Um, and, and you see like, as, as time proceeds and time goes forward, there was, there's um, bigger world events that happen that are like, okay, God, like that's that's crazy. Like a volcano erupting in, in Iceland, like that hasn't happened in the last 6,000 years. Like that's, that's a little funky, you know? And like the earth is just groaning and the earth is groaning and there's movement. And, and the earth is, is really yearning for us to take our rightful place in sonship. And the Bible says that if we don't cry out, the rocks will cry out on our behalf. Come on. And I know it's like, oh, like another church word, but it's true like the like if we don't do it the rocks will do it because god will get his worship either way like we we forget that we were created for the sole purpose to worship him that's right 
like and congregate and worship absolutely so you're saying one major key would be to plug yourself into a church because that right there would give you guidance right will absolutely. give you people of wisdom um good counsel and good company because bad company corrupts what good, good morals yeah, yeah and good character so understanding that all right so if i'm listening to this okay i need to plug myself into a church despite what society is trying to convince you otherwise of what church is plug yourself into a church when i would say number two for me personally will be a life of prayer and that is something that's kind of hard for this generation but listen it's very very simple the very same conversation that me and danny are having right now is the same conversation that you can have with god what you need to do is separate time with him and talk about this podcast <laughs> Yeah. as simple as it is god i heard these two men of god talking about your supernatural power your healing being an opportunity for you to move on this generation and i want to be used by you god send me how can i do that begin to ask him begin to worship him in, in private and see what he does in your life in public because it is in the presence of god that he can mold you reform you by the renewing of your mind begin to break your habits begin to live a life of holiness and in, in, it is in this because remember god cannot coexist with sin so as he begins to remove that away from our life he begins to operate in us so a life of prayer man if you don't know how to pray separate some time every day twice a day three times a day as much as you can and just begin to call out to god number three i would say is worship a life of worship be careful with everything that you're hearing because what we hear is influential in our life remember that the enemy lucifer was practically a worship leader in heaven so if there's one thing that he knows how to manipulate it's music and through music and worship that's something that god can really open up the floodgates of heaven over your life so just begin to blast some music some hey who, who can i offer them to to hear who's one of your guys i know who i'm thinking about he's on that poster right there oh you got it. yeah yeah so anybody pretty much right now um <laughs> when it comes to like dante bow come on um aaron mose anything maverick city really um, when it comes to like worship, worship, yeah. you have, um, I I'm a soaky guy. So yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love soaking into like old worship. I love yeah, man. Jason Upton. I love, exactly. up I'm an upper room guy. I'm a revival culture. Yeah, man. Hear that music and just begin to worship, right? And just join them. Yeah. Right. I put Maverick City all the time on YouTube. Let it play in my house and I just join them. You know, I see your wife, Karen on there. Love that, right? Uh, Layla, shout out to Layla who's on there. You guys are doing amazing things. And I put them up and I see what God is doing through them. And I watch the YouTube videos and I just see that realm of worship. And it cleans, it cleanses your house, man. Absolutely. Better than Mr. Clean, better than Clorox. Come on, somebody, <laughs> right? <God>. It, just, <laughs> it just cleanses your home. And that's the atmosphere that you want to create. You know what they're doing by doing that, by praying and inviting God into your place? You're building a throne for him. Yeah. You're saying, God, sit under my house. God, this is your place. Roam freely here. Do your works in me. So plugging yourself into a church, make sure that you begin a prayer life. Make sure that you begin to worship. And I would say the final is to begin to study his word because yeah. if you study his word and understand God and know his identity and learn his method of operations, you can see God everywhere. And now begin to see things, as we said in the beginning of the podcast, in a different light, in a different or through a different lens, which is the lens that you said he unveils it's the word It's that the word of god is a mirror a mirror like it's it's a mirror into our identity it tells us yeah. who we are it tells us who god is and it tells us who god thinks and who, oh how exciting who, who we are yeah yeah like i remember when i first opened the bible um before i had an encounter with god i was like oh this is just like a history book because it is yeah but when i when i received the holy spirit Come and, on, and i accepted jesus in my life 
the word became reality. Oh, I was the word gonna became praise real. Dance. <laughs> I love you, bro. Um, and it's been so much fun, man. Um, I mean, I, I just love where where the PB show is going. Amen. I love I love how God is is going to begin to heal hearts Come and on. people through this. Um, so if you're if you're listening, and I'm pretty much logging off here, but I want to I want I, I want you to experience the supernatural of God. I want you right now, even if you have a pain in your body. Put that, put that hand over a pain and just ask God to heal you. Say, God, heal me here. Like, would you do it, Lord? Would you, would you heal my, my, my right arm? Would you heal my, my back? Would you heal my, heal my knee? And just say, Lord, heal it. Heal it in Jesus' name. You do that. And then what you do is you, 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 you send a DM to, to, to Brandon and you say, God healed my knee. God healed my, my shoulder. You're going to testify of that. Because um, all it takes is you to stand in agreement and say, God, heal me. Do That's that. right. That's right. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this um, little conversation. We got to have a little bit about um, Supernatural. It won't be the first time that we talk about this, and it won't be the first time that we have uh, Pastor Danny here on the PB Show. Uh, we really want to talk about things that need to be relevant, things that need to be normalized in the body of Christ and in the church, and that's why we're not afraid to talk about anything on here. So if you're going on here, there's no filters here. We're going to talk about things that maybe you've called taboo yourself, but it's time to tap into because I feel a generation rising. I truly feel God doing some radical things in our culture and in our society unseen you know first corinthians 2 9 is one of my favorite verses because it says no eye has seen no ear has heard no mind can conceive what god has prepared for those who love me prepare for those who love him it's already prepared god has already predestined all of this and it's time that we get onto that train and say i want that listen if you've been hearing this podcast and you want to accept jesus as your lord and savior maybe you have not ever or maybe you have long time ago and you know it's been a while since you've backslid and i want to give you that opportunity right there where you are to accept them today it is the best decision you'd ever make in your entire life and i want you to make it here with us on the pb show so it's very simple just repeat after me right there where you are and it goes like this father god i accept you as my lord and savior accept you as my lord and savior wash me by your blood wash me by your blood and make me new Write my name in the book of life. Write my name in the book of life. As of today, as of today, I live for you. I live for you. I believe in your death. I believe in your death. And I believe in your resurrection. And I believe in your resurrection. In the name of the Father. Father, Son, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The come Holy on, Spirit. church, here on the PB Show, we always celebrate somebody who has come to Christ. Why? Because we know that heaven begins to celebrate when a child turns back to God. So congratulations. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Danny, for being here oh, thank you. on thank the you. PB thank Show. You. We're super, super grateful. And hey, man, I hope to see you next episode. I leave you with these three things. Find a church find a godly friend and find your bible and hey in case i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night peace hey this is the day that the lord has made and i ain't gonna let it slip away i'm gonna be joyful yes i am yes i am i'm gonna be I got the feeling that you get when you get new kicks Bell ringing on the last day of singing, yeah High-fiving everybody, but we out of here Yo, Danny, so, um... <laughs> 
Danny's not prepared for this, but um, a couple episodes ago, I did, uh, you know, when you go to the movie theaters and you see credits? Oh, yeah. Right? But after the credits, there's a, like extra little bonus scene. Yeah, I'm going to give you a bonus. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> please don't. So, you know, this is that bonus, you know? So whoever's hearing this song, man, you got us on here. So what's up? What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? I mean, sooner or later, they're going to turn into the Danny Espinosa podcast. Oh, that's right. So please, if you listen to this, check out Danny Espinosa podcast on all platforms. It is great stuff. Join him. Brandon See you later. On soon. See you later. <laughs> I got the J O.